two weeks in a nerds, row. Nerds, nerds, two weeks in a row. Two fucking weeks you guys got us. And you got Keith two weeks in a row. That hasn't happened in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a hard. it's been a hard uh, week. It's a hard knock life. Um, so this is a this is gonna be a bit of a jam packed episode news wise. Um, we had D twenty three and Gamescom. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna yeah we're gonna hammer out a bunch of news. But uh, if you like what you hear and you like hearing us, uh, well I guess you wouldn't hear us, but go to facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. You can use that for Twitch as well as YouTube, and our Gmail is nerdsthepodcast@gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Google Play and iTunes, which, if you're hearing this, you probably have at Nerds, and our Instagram is Nerd Podcast. So uh, I know you mentioned, uh, you know, the meat and potatoes is D23, but I just Google search what uh, where D12 is right now, and if you guys are wondering, <laughs> the hip hop group D12, some of them are dead. Uh, they're, you know, the it doesn't matter. But what shows up when you type in D12 in Google is a D12 roll dice. Yeah, which is how irrelevant <laughs> they've become. D- so Google's pretty chill. You can you can throw out, this will randomize a die for you. I'm going to roll a D20. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, now, now we're taking this. Uh, got a 19, baby. Uh, I got a 11. Way to suck, loser. Nineteen and two in a row. <laughs> uh, I, I just rolled random. a twenty. I don't think it's that random. I think it favors heavy numbers. Anyways, uh, let's see where D twelve is. <laughs> they seemingly broke up, but let's see. Of course, yeah, they I'm broke up in two thousand six, and then they were active again from two thousand eight to two thousand eighteen. But they're broken up again. I'm so. just more. Uh, impressed with google's uh dice rolling so yeah oh and apparently eminem on uh, one of his songs on kamikaze which was his album from last year uh stepping stone he announced that d12 was officially broken up uh... i think we have that somewhere but <laughs> well i was reading okay and anyways oh well that one was actually for me missing the drop. <laughs> yeah. So what else have you been doing other than reading? Uh, so on my actual one week. It's been. One week. Uh, I played a shit ton of Remnant from the Ashes, which came out last Tuesday. And I mentioned I was going to probably pick it up. And I streamed a little bit. I raged on the stream. It was pretty funny. Uh, and then I kept forgetting to stream. Well, I didn't forget. It's just. In order to stream uh, with the camera, I have to sit in my computer chair, and I was wanting to be lazy, so I was mostly just sitting back. And I was raging a lot. <laughs> it's fucking hard, man. It is. Why is it so hard? It is Dark Souls with guns, which we've had before with uh, Immortal Unchained. But this is way more Dark Souls. Like, I mean, it's different, but it has a lot of that blood in it. Like you have basically bonfires, you collect uh, items in the world and gear. Not as much gear, it's not as much fashion souls as far as I've seen so far. But there is, um, and every boss is fucking hard. But in Remnant, what has been really pissing me off is 
they spiked the difficulty by just giving every boss ads, infinite ads. They just keep spawning ads. Uh, and it's really fucking annoying. Anytime I, I like look at a screenshot from this game, it looks like you're like not in the center of the screen, and it's really bothering me. It's like an off-center. Well, it's because it's third person, so when you go, you zoom in to shoot, you go over a shoulder. Yeah. Um, but it controls pretty well. Um, but, man, I've been playing with my friend uh, John, and he, uh, he and I have been raging. He's very calm. I've been raging. I've been saying, fuck this game. He, he says, like, that's bullshit, you know, whatever. But he doesn't get super mad like me. <laughs> it's, so, it took us 12 tries to kill this one boss, and we got it. He was down, and I couldn't get to heal him. So I just ran around in circles and shot the boss and finally beat him. So if uh, who would you recommend this game to? Anybody who likes uh, Souls likes or Dark Souls, you know, any From Software fans or any fans of, I guess, third person shooters that are really hard. It is fully co-op, which is cool. So like, you can play through the whole game with uh, up to two other friends. So like a maximum of three people, but not like summon in you fight a boss they leave this is like they run the world with you and they can you know you kill the boss and they stay which is pretty cool because so i've been playing it with a friend i tried to get other people to join but no one wanted to we had a couple randoms because you know you can just basically set yourself to join random games too from the main menu you can just like you know do co-op but doesn't seem like anyone ever joins me (laughs) i don't know why uh (laughs) When I was in his game, we got a couple people, but uh, whatever. But I did a lot of co-op, too, just online, just to level a little bit. Um, and I got my ass handed to me because I would get pulled into worlds where people were way further ahead and, like, my fucking damage was bullshit. Um, but but I, it looks like it's on PS4, Xbox One, and, like, Steam or Arc. Yeah, PC. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't want to rate it yet because I'm still in the first main world. There's like four or five different worlds. And I know it opens up and gets, you know, it supposedly gets better. It, not that it's bad. It's I'm bad at it and it annoys me. But I also think some of the game design is really kind of lazy with the ads in bosses. I did realize eventually you have to... So you get these things that are called mods you put on weapons, right? And it, But it's not like mods from other shooters. Um, like, I got one from a boss that I could create. Uh, so they, they drop... Bosses drop items. And if you kill them in certain ways, you get better items or different items to, like, get... You can make guns out of them or um, traits... Or not traits, or uh, mods for the guns. And they all do different things, right? Mm-hmm. So I got one from this one boss, the first the first main boss who was a nightmare too. He was this archer and he could teleport and he would summon infinite guys like two or three at a time. Uh, and then while you're fighting them, you'd hear this whistle and he starts dropping bombs on you and just fucking destroying you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I beat him and I got this trait that I could put on my gun or a mod I could put on my gun and it would drop a reed, like a, a stick with little beads on it and it would aggro enemies. So, I just bring that with me everywhere, and then I can drop it to kind of, like, get the heat off for a second, you know? Uh, And once I started really figuring out how much more strategy you have to put in, it's not just a shooter, and it's not not as much of a Souls-like as I thought. 
in terms of you can't play it like souls like it it's just different you have to you know you can't you can't play as cautious or like you know as plotting as souls you have to kind of be quick you have to be good at picking off ads because most of the ads die in one or two hits so you can kind of you know pick them off take a couple shots of the boss wait pick off the next set of mobs you just have to like kind of cycle that stuff it's it's crazy but it's hard it's fun uh and i like it so far it's 40 bucks um which isn't too bad and it's a big game like it's it seems long so uh, but I would recommend it to anybody who's like into you know those kind of games. Even if you're a third-person shooter fan, you might find that you like this game, even if you've never liked a Souls game. You know, huh. like John, he uh, only played Bloodborne and he thought it was too hard. Like he got to a certain point, he just didn't like it anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. He's really enjoying this. And I'll say, much like Sekido, like the in-between boss parts are awesome, except for the beginning. I there's a part on stream on the first day. There's a fucking mob that you can't shoot. He just has two swords, and you have to kind of bait him into attacking, roll, and then shoot him. But he does bleed if he hits you, and he'll graze you because his swords are super long. And I was like, this has to be a mini-boss. Holy shit. And then I kill him, and nothing happens, and another one spawned later. And I'm like, if this is a regular enemy, I can't play this game. Like, I, I can already tell. I can't play. It's fucking too hard, you know? Mm-hmm. But if you're in co-op, you can just have someone aggro him, roll past, shoot him in the back a million times till the other person aggro's him, and then just cycle that. So it kind of <laughs> helps. But yeah, it's 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 good. It's uh it's an interesting game. I get really mad at it sometimes, but I also kind of like it. So I've also been playing League of Legends. Speaking of things I get mad at, but kind of like because Senya got on and we played Aram, and then I got the Aram itch, which is all random, all middle. Um, by the way, Brian uh, wants has been playing a ton of Overwatch, and he wants you to play with him. So, no, he talks too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're gonna have to do. I'm gonna shut it down. No, you're gonna have to say, "Please be quiet." Yeah. <laughs> um, but league's been fun. Uh, I pissed some people off the other day that were in my squad or my team because there's a married couple because they were called like. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. something, right? And I'm like, oh shit, are y'all married? And they're like, yeah. And then they kept doing something really annoying to me, which was they would, so there's these heels that spawn in the, in certain spots, right? On Aram especially. And you use them so that you don't, you know, because you can't go back and heal. But they're AoE heels. So it's like a little little uh, cross appears, you know, on this little spot. You hit it and it does a uh, AoE heal in an area after like a delay, right? Mm-hmm. But I kept having the least health, and I'm like, let me hit it because it gives the person who hits it an extra 100 health. And they kept getting it. Like, I'd ping it, like, all right, I'm going to go hit this. They'd come, and they'd hit it first. And I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And first, it was just the guy doing it. And I'm like, dude, stop. And then his wife did it twice. And I was like, you know what? I hope y'all get a fucking divorce. And they got so mad. <laughs> this dude was like, you're fucking disgusting. Like, not, not even the, the part of the couple. Just a random other person was like, you're fucking disgusting. You know that? I'm reporting you. And I was like, damn, bro. And all these Christians are worried about the sanctity of marriage. Y'all out here really holding up on it. <laughs> so I got super reported. Uh, Jesus. Other than that, I've just been doing house stuff. Not unpacking yet, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I love when I go to your house and like everything is still in boxes. Everything it's... in its own time, dude. Okay. Kelsey's the 
Kelsey's the one who's like needs that organization. She needs things to be in their place. I have to wait until that burst of energy hits, and then I just do it all at once. It's just how I roll. Mm. I did vacuum today, but then my vacuum died, so I have to. I had to plug it in. I forgot. I hadn't plugged it in. <laughs> this is what the podcast is coming up to: is like talking about vacuuming and cleaning and unpacking your house. Well, I tell you that because you're the one who got me to get a Dyson, and it uh, it changed my life. It did. It at did. first, I was hating on it, like not hating. I was just like, it, it's all right. But then, you know, after a couple of times, you're just like, well, I can never go back to like other vacuums that take me ten times as long. Yeah, what you really need to do is you need to mount that thing on the wall and uh, just mount it there, and that's where you park it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just hadn't like I hadn't picked a spot yet, and I have to do that. Like, and you know, you know me, I'm not that handy, so I'm worried I'll fuck it up. Uh, but I'm just gonna watch a YouTube video. I'll just have Kelsey do it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> she's the man of the house okay she is she is she punched holes in the walls like kyle and then fucking drywalled them back up yeah she did definitely did but hey um i picked see. up detective pikachu on blu-ray this past week and i watched that what did you think did you watch it with uh with abby yeah i thought it was really good yeah. i thought it was actually really good the only uh inconsistency is uh I couldn't figure out how Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, lost his memory. Oh, I, mm, yeah, I don't know. They never really say it. Yeah, because uh, everyone else, when they turn into Pokemon, they still act like the humans that they were. That's true. But maybe because they used Mewtwo, like, against his will and or something, you know, maybe he, when he was wearing that helmet, he doesn't. Like ruin your memory, but when he does it, that's a far fetch, and yeah, not the Pokemon. Weird. That is weird. You like Especially... how I said that? <laughs> that's called a double entendre. Uh, not a not a Pokemon. <laughs> the um, yeah, I don't know because it is weird. Why would he want to wipe his memory? You know what I mean? He doesn't want like he's not doing that to hurt the guy. He's just yeah, he wants him to figure it out, right? Jesus, that was quite the spoiler. I just realized how bad of a fucking spoiler that was. <laughs> Can we go back and uh, drop a spoiler warning right before then? Like, mark the notes. <laughs> All right, hold on. Where are we at? <laughs> Shit. Know that uh, it's at 14 minutes, probably. Yeah, so I get to listen to when I say, you know, I watched the Take the Pikachu. <laughs> and then that's where I have to come back in and say spoilers. Oh, Sorry, guys. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, um, it's a six-month-old movie. It is. It's out on Blu-ray. So shame on you yeah, if you haven't watched it. it yet. We don't need to worry about a spoiler warning. Here's what I say to that. Pull the trigger, nigga. I got all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever then um sorry guys it Any is really good though i enjoyed it a lot and yeah the pokemon um, look fucking great in that i'm gonna try this let me do this i got a digital code here so what i'll do is um i'll read it out loud on the podcast so whoever hasn't seen it um first i apologize for the spoiler second you could use my digital code um, what you need is you need Movies Anywhere app, so you could go to wb.com forward slash redeem movie and follow the steps. If you enter redemption code, and now here it is, so you could have a free copy of this movie uh, to stream or download and watch anywhere. 7SE2VT 
Um, that's a zero five six seven B Q P R six four seven S E two V T zero five six seven B Q P R six four. If you didn't catch it on a second time, go ahead and uh, rewind this and listen to it again. So enjoy the movie. Sorry, guys, if I spoiled it, uh, but I really enjoyed it. Man, somebody just wrote us in uh, talking about how they wanted to see it. See and it, the movie? No, no, no. See uh, Detective Pikachu. And oh. They, they didn't, and I was like, oh, man, if I could find it somewhere, uh, you know, whatever. But he already watched it. It was Levi Styers. Oh, okay. Uh, he so, ran in talking about it, but he already saw it. Because I was like, damn, I'll just grab it and give you a digital code. Because I know they came with it. Yeah, it it came with it. It was on sale at uh, Best Buy for like 20 bucks, So it's cheaper than paying for like five people to go to the movies. So. When Abby's into Pokemon, did she love it? Yeah, she really did like it. It's, She's already seen it before. Oh. Um, is Justin Smith like a uh, Will Smith son? No. No, I don't think so. I looked it up, but he's not. It's just the name Justice Smith sounds like one of Will Smith's kids, right? Yeah, it does. Um, What's his other kid's name? The rapper? Jaden and Willow. So the girl's named after Will, and the, the boy's named after the mama, mama-san. Justice Smith. Oh, dude. Um, that's a kid from... Um, uh, he's in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, I didn't Please. even watch that. You didn't watch that? No. Okay. Um, there's this other show, The Get Down. He's a good actor in The Get Down. Oh, yeah. You love that show with Becky yeah, Gyllenhaal. Great. No, that's the other one. The Get Down is the roller skating one, right? No. The Get Down is like hip-hop in uh, in New York City. Oh. It was like a Netflix show. <laughs> All right. My bad. I fucked that up. No, it's uh like kids growing up in the Bronx in the late seventies, and then there's like emergent hip hop, hip hop, and, and this dude has like a perfect pro. There was like two seasons or one season of that, right? I, I think there was only one season. I, I want to say it got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled quick. It was just a Netflix ex- exclusive that didn't catch on. Weird. I saw a thing that uh, Disney's already canceled its first Disney Plus show. <laughs> I Jesus don't know, Christ! I don't know which one, but I guess you know they had one that they were set you know they had out or they had coming and they decided it wasn't up to standard so hmm. we'll we'll get into disney plus in uh d23 news yeah we will um as for what i've been doing i did download the uh xbox gold games for the month one of them is like a wrc rally game that i really just enjoy zoning out and playing uh it's a little bit tough because i got used to playing uh forza a little bit more realistic, and then also um, Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo just did a big update. Uh, they got a bunch of new cars, uh, and uh, they did a wet version of one of the tracks. So if you haven't turned it on in a while, you could go back and pick that up. I love the uh, idea that a wet version of the track is like a big deal. It's like driving in the rain. Cool, um, man. <laughs> driving in the rain. And I did you see that... Um, that PlayStation Plus for September, they already announced the games, and it's uh, Batman Arkham Knight. Did you play that at all? No. I haven't played since Ar- Arkham City, and I got so mad that I was Ar- like, never again. Dude, control your anger. Enjoy the funner <laughs> things. But uh, Batman Arkham Knight is uh, the one that kind of the, um, the PS4 uh, was kind of designed for, right? 
Um, it's heavy, heavy, heavy uh, Batmobile action. It's a lot of Bat- Batmobile action. Because mm-hmm. they made the like tank tread one, right? Yeah. And it, I, I didn't enjoy it as much as City. I really didn't. Um, the other game is Darksiders 3. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, so by you... the way, Remnant was made by the team. Uh, Gunfire Games is, I think, with the leftovers from Sigil Games, who made the original Darksiders 1 and 2, and then Gunfire made Darksiders 3, and it was supposedly not great. But still, it's free, free. if you have uh, PlayStation Plus. So I think it, like Jesse, uh, Jesse got it, and he liked it, but he said it was broken, like it was breaking people's saves, so... He had quit for a while, you know, till they fixed it. So hopefully they fucking fixed it if they're going to go free. Metacritic did 64%. Steam did 7 out of 10. IGN did 7 out of 10. Not great, but not horrible either. So yeah, yeah. developer was Gunfire Games. You're right. Just basically middle of the road. Yeah. I'll grab it, though. I'll definitely, you know, buy it, quote unquote, so that I can download it later, which I'll never do. Which I'll never play. Yeah, I've done that so many times with the free Dude, I honestly, like, my library is so thick with games. Uh, We need to get on to the name change uh, on uh, PlayStation Plus so we can set up our new names. I won't say what it is, but... uh, Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to figure out... I just haven't done it because we have to sit down and do it at once so that neither of us is just sitting with, you know... A name that doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, um, I mean, shit, this week has been like a roller coaster of things going on in the news. So, do you want to get into it a little bit? Uh, bec- like, we could talk first about the uh, Marvel, Disney, Sony deal, because we talked about the beginning of it last week. Yeah. But this this week we didn't talk about the resolution of it um well, so it came, if, it came through d23 so we'll just yeah we'll start on d23 because we'll start with that you want to hit it you want to i don't have the note i forgot to write it out because it wasn't on my list of things well um you know the first thing is that uh that you know they couldn't come to an agreement um so the the takeaway is that spider-man would no longer be in the mcu right well, the worst thing is, so Kevin Feige and Tom Holland came out to talk about it. And Kevin Feige said, yeah, we made five you know, movies with Spider-Man, and I think we told the story we wanted to tell. And I'm like, bitch, tell that to Far From Home. <laughs> yeah. Far From Home damn sure didn't know that, because uh, it's steeped in the MCU. Like, how are you going to make more Spider-Man films and not mention Tony Stark? How are you going to make more Avengers film and not talk about the only, like, one of three that are left, basically? Or mm-hmm. no, one of, like, five. But, you know, all of the originals are basically gone except for Hulk. Yeah. And it's like, I don't how how do you untangle them? The only thing I can think is they, they set up a multiverse in uh, Far From Home. Even though that one was fake, they did confirm that a multiverse does exist. So they're going to have to just make it like Ultimate and Regular Universe. They're going to have to do something that explains Spider-Man's disappearance. And if they're smart, they'd at least come to some sort of deal where they can mention each, you know, mention the other movies. At least. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to separate Spider-Man universally because if he's dealing with stuff and no Avengers are there, you know, ever, it's going to not make sense. 
The well, craziest thing about the whole thing is like, it's like now you're playing with like divorced parents, right? Yeah. So now like Sony owns, you know, Spider-Man and then they own, uh, you know, the PlayStation. They own Insomniac. Uh, but if you go on SonyPlayStation.com to the U.S. site, you'll see that they're advertising, you know, Marvel Spider-Man yeah. Game of the Year Edition available now. Insomniac Games and copyright a little bit on the bottom right. 2019 Marvel. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Did you see Jeff Goldblum uh, when he found out like he was on a red carpet somewhere and a lady's like. So what do you think about all this? You know, I hope they can do whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, Spider-Man, you know, leaving the MCU. And he's like, what? No. And he like freaks out. It's pretty funny. He's like all of us. And then at the end, he just has to go back to business mode. He's like, I'm sure they'll figure it out. You know, whatever. But his initial reaction's great. No, I got to see that, man. I'm actually probably going to load that uh, during the next time you talk about something like Dark Souls. Well, I'll talk about Jeff Goldblum, because speaking of him, he's going to have his own show on Disney+, Plus, uh, which was announced at D23, which is called uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, which is going to be a series produced by National Geographic, I guess, or in, in conjunction with National Geographic, but premiering on Disney+. Plus. Um, and it's just going to, I guess, be him... Probably something similar to like a Bizarre Eats or like a Ripley's Believe It or Not, but with Jeff Goldblum hosting. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool. I guess more Ripley's Believe It or Not, but you know what? I was, I was in my mind thinking Bizarre Eats, you know, he travels the world kind of experiencing things, but we get Jeff Goldblum as the window to it, which would be great. So We also got a teaser trailer for The Mandalorian, and you watched that as well. Right? I just watched that, yeah, not too long ago. It, it's pretty interesting of where they kind of set it in place. Yeah. I uh, hope he talks, so, though. <laughs> what did you say? I hope he talks, the Mandalorian. <laughs> I know, I know. It's he not... says zero words. Yeah. But then again, if he doesn't talk, you know the story is going to be really good because they have to explain everything. <laughs> they're asking. Gonna have a character who just keeps explaining everything. Um, uh, Taika Waititi came out, actually, uh, director of Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, he's doing a voice for a droid whose name I don't know right now. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, in The Mandalorian, which is really cool because Taika Waititi is awesome. So. He also voiced Clark in uh, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok. So um, this takes place uh, after, um, it, after the Empire Falls. And uh, the new order begins. Okay, so in between Return of the Jedi, I mean, yeah, Return of the Jedi and uh, Force Awakens. Yes. Okay. Uh, Watiti's assassin droid IG Eleven. IG Eleven. There you go. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, I pulled all this news directly from D twenty three dot com, which is Disney's you know D twenty three news site, and they yeah. didn't really. They didn't really have extensive articles on everything. You know, I had watched a trailer, but I didn't read anything um, beyond I'm that. So, I'm just so glad that they found a role for Carl Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he Dylan from Predator? He, uh, yeah, he's, a, he's in Predator. You son he's, of a bitch. <laughs> he's also Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and let's not forget when he was ripped as Apollo Creed. Yeah. Yeah, he's a badass. Um, so they're making. But still, dude, he hasn't been doing anything, man. 
Like, sure. honestly. It's kind of cool. And John Favreau's probably just a fan. You know, John Favreau's making The Mandalorian. Uh, I'm, by the way, 100% getting Disney Plus because it's going to be seven bucks and you get Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN, which, you know, I don't watch sports, but maybe I'll watch some of the esports that come on it or whatever. And so, can I cancel my account and kick everyone else off my account and just use yours? Yeah. And Sick. you get to stream four devices at one time. Four yeah, so I have like and free I have family games. members, friends. Sorry, Mikey. Well, it doesn't matter. He doesn't listen to the show anyway. But, uh, <laughs> you know, sorry I crashed in your car. Um, but, yeah, he, he's going to get kicked off too. Yeah. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll just trade logins, uh, you know, for different things. You can have those. And I'll use, um, I don't know. What, what can I use? Uh, you know what? You pay for SoundCloud, so we'll call it a wash. <laughs> we'll call it a wash. <laughs> That'll be seven ninety nine is my half of SoundCloud. I'm going down the list of uh, of everything Carl Weathers has been in. And <laughs> <laughs> Chicago this is Fire, Carl Chicago PD, Chicago Justice. My dog's living in Chicago. <laughs> he's living the life in Chicago. He's he's like one of those guys who's like he's like yeah I'll be an actor but I don't want to move. Just yeah, no. send everything to Chicago. Anything you <laughs> shoot in Chicago, just send my way, dude. Or maybe so, uh, they they're shooting and then he just pops up. Surprise, he was in motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Um, he was in Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat X as Dylan. Yes, as, from Predator. As, as Jax. So Jax had a Dylan skin, and then oh. they brought Carl Weathers in. That's so awesome. But my favorite uh, my favorite thing that, that he's ever done is Arrested Development. Which... He's in like five episodes. Okay. He's just, just like a reoccurring joke. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of reoccurring jokes, they're making another live-action remake of one of their old Disney cartoons, this time The Lady and the Tramp. Uh, they gave it a trailer, which I did not watch because I don't watch any of those live action remakes because fuck them. Uh, but it's going to be a Disney Plus original film. So it's going to only premiere on Disney Plus, I guess, which is a crazy amount of money to spend on something. You know, they're they're making CGI dogs in that movie. So it's like it's got to have a budget. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks pretty decent. It looks it looks good. But we'll see what the story is like, you know, Um did we really want this? No, not really. No, fuck no. No. I, I just think they're opening the vault, right? D- Disney Plus is going to have every animated film, every film that they've ever made, like, you know, uh, cartoon-wise. I don't know about all their other ones, but... Uh, Bro, uh, hold on. Let me stop you for one second. Where did uh, the 1990s X-Men cartoon go? It's not on Netflix, not on Hulu anymore. Fox, Where did it go? It's Fox Kids, well, dude. It's Fox Kids. Hopefully, all the Fox Kids shows goes over there, especially the Marvel uh, stuff and uh, and the Fox stuff, right? So, um, you know, the X Men, the the Spider Man, the Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four was a little weak, though. I was like, Fantastic Four. We'll say no more. Uh, do, you, do you remember that or no? Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm reading up just in case. So the uh, original creators of X-Men the animated series have pitched a revival to Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know if there's anything since then. Um the, the best is like the last like 3 episodes. It's like where the budget just fell out the window. Yeah. Yeah, they just yeah, it's fucking 
Ugh, it made me sad. Like, I, I yelled. I, I know. This one's for you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. They should put them out if they have, you know, if they have the rights to them now owning Fox, which you think they would. Yeah, it would be a great place for that. I mean, there there was all those, uh, you know, Marvel uh, cartoons going on at the same time. Spider-Man and his friends. That one was from like the 80s, right? Or 70s? Yeah. Um, there was the Spider-Man animated series, which was so good. There was Iron Man, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man. Um, they had Incredible Hulk. They had a Silver Surfer one. I don't remember. No, the main two when we were young, because I think some of the other ones are a little bit later. Fantastic was... Four, Spider-Man, uh, the animated series, X-Men, and then Iron Man. I didn't like Iron Man. No. They didn't know what to do with him back then. You know, Robert Downey Jr. really made Iron Man a thing, just with his performance. And, you know, who uh, John Favreau's writing and all that stuff, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so in big news, they brought uh, Ewan McGregor out to confirm and announce that he's playing Obi-Wan Kenobi in a new series uh, from LucasArts, which will be premiering on Disney+. Plus. Uh, they have not revealed a title yet, uh, so we'll we'll see. I'm sure it's just going to be called, like, Kenobi or something, you know, something dumb like that. But that's really cool. Probably going to take place between episodes three and four. And we know Darth Maul is alive uh, since um, uh, Solo, the Solo, you know, Solo's Solo film uh, had a cameo by Darth Maul. I bet they knew they were going to be doing this Obi-Wan show. So that's probably going to be the crux of what he's doing is going after Darth Maul. Hmm. I saw a funny meme that was... uh, the clip from uh well just a screenshot from episode one where uh obi-wan says uh sith lords are our specialty and then it shows him getting knocked out by darth maul qui-gon dying to darth maul and then him dying to (laughs) to, um (laughs) vader so it's just pretty funny but uh so uh they they have uh the girl from um deadpool uh she plays her name is gina Carano, uh, she oh. plays um, the heck, uh, Angel Dust. In, uh, she, she's in uh, in Deadpool. She's the one who chokes out. Yeah, uh, she's a UFC fighter or an old fighter. Yeah, but I think she's going to not. Uh, she's going to the Mandalorian, not to Obi Wan. Oh, I'm sorry. That that's right. I'm getting everything crossed up. Yeah, because she's Cara Dune in um, the Mandalorian. Yeah, they they've they've got. I mean. John Favreau is awesome, so I'm pretty sure I'll enjoy anything that, you know, like whatever the Mandalorian ends up being, I think I'll pretty much enjoy it. So, and I, you know, Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan and it's, it's pretty cool because like he's aged, but they can put it anytime in 30 years and it's not been 30 years since episode, you know, three came out. So they pretty much have a, a good window of time and he's, he, he's aged, but he doesn't look old. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I didn't watch uh, what was happening, but uh, I'm Googling now what, it, what he looks like. He looks the same. Well, hello See, there. Yeah, he uh, really does look the same. So after this, uh, Kevin Feige came out and announced three new live-action series that will originate from Marvel Comics, which are currently in development for Disney+. Plus. He said, quote, The opportunities that Disney Plus is bringing to the MCU to grow and... Uh, to evolve and expand are tremendous. 
stay tuned for details about Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, which are the three series that he showed. And they, they showed like a phase four, quote unquote, which it is phase four, but their TV timeline for Disney Plus, and it's got, you know, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk, which... I think all of those have potential to be fucking awesome. Oh, also Loki and Marvel's What If. Yeah. I I love the fact that everyone's posting like uh Moon Knight like yeah. not memes but like comic strips, like just funny comic strips. He just keeps uh, saying Dracula owes him money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just so funny. Well, so he's so the comic is that he's crazy. And like you don't know, I mean, I don't know, I've never read it, but I, I read up on him a while ago because uh, PCL was talking about him. Or maybe it's a Comic Slobs. One of them was, was a, talking it about It was Comic Slobs when they did that reboot. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you don't know if he's kooky or what, but he definitely has superpowers. Yeah. So that'll be a fun uh, one. I know you're here, Dracula, you big fucking nerd. Where's my goddamn money? I <laughs> was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm gonna pick up a trade of the the newer comics because I think the newer ones are where it gets like funnier. Um, but yeah, She Hulk's always been someone uh, that I wanted to see on screen, big or small. So that'll be fun because she's like the Hulk, but a lawyer and you know not rage filled. So it'll be interesting. And then Miss Marvel's off the new uh, run with Camilla Khan, I believe. And I mean, it'll probably have the old Miss Marvel in it because you know I think part of her getting her powers or something comes from that so we'll see but um i'm all for the moon knight memes though yeah yeah uh so then your favorite hillary duff came out and uh, made a surprise appearance to reveal that she's reprising her iconic role of lizzie mcguire in an all-new series uh from terry minsky who created the original show so very weird uh, apparently she's just being lizzie mcguire older with a great career and a fiance and all this stuff, but still has her cartoon self that I don't, I, I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire cause I'm fucking old. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back into Marvel in a minute, but uh, I'm going to kick out some of the last stuff that wasn't Marvel. So uh, Disney plus is getting a Muppets show. Uh, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy and the gang will appear in their first ever unscripted short form series. I don't know how you unscript a puppet show, but we'll see. <laughs> It's called Muppets Now. Uh, in a special teaser, Kermit revealed that the show will be full of unspecified fun things, but that it's all that, uh, but that's all that Joe from Legal would allow our favorite frog to say, at least for now. So who hmm. knows? I mean, I used to love the Muppets. And it's like improv with puppets. Yeah, but that just seems like it has the potential to be cringeworthy. Yeah, but then again, Jim Henson Studios never really lets us down. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so the Disney Animation, Disney Television Animation Studios is making a new Monsters, Inc. series called Monsters at Work, uh, which will take fans back to Monstropolis, where they'll meet a new cast of monsters, including Tyler, played by Ben Feldman, and Millie, played by Aisha Tyler. Uh, so in this series, uh, inspired by uh, Monsters, Inc., Monsters at Work will feature special appearances from the film's beloved buddies Mike Wazowski and Sully, who will again be voiced by Billy Crystal and John Goodman. So, um, sorry, I'm just I'm trying to. No, no I'm, I'm just point. googling who Ben Feldman is. Yeah, uh, he's this curly-haired dude. Yeah, he 
He looks. Uh, like, does he look like uh, Steve from, uh, from Stranger Things? He's uh, one of the like, uh, like lesser known characters from Silicon Valley. Uh, he's like in a bunch of episodes. Like, oh, this is a completely different guy than I was thinking of. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's um, he's in Mad Men for he Mindy looks Project. Like every white couple... dude with brown hair. Yeah. CSI. Throw my glasses on him and a beard and bitch, it's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so. I feel like I know him from somewhere, though. He's he's that character that's in a lot of stuff, like Cloverfield and things like that. He was in Cloverfield? Like, that's where I know him from. But not like, you know, not a main role, but he, he, he gets work. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Sorry, I'm trying I was, to see. I was looking to see if there's any relationship to Corey Feldman. That's where I was going. <laughs> That's where it gets interesting. He was the main kid in, in Cloverfield, I'm pretty sure. Um, anyways, so uh, this is going to take place after Monsters, Inc. switches to Laugh Power or whatever. So it's it's going to uh, take place immediately after Monstropolis makes a switch to Laugh Power. As Tyler, the main character a monsters you alum who graduated scarum cum laude has to find his way through a new world of laughter so he's probably just going to be a super scary monster who doesn't know how to make people laugh right yeah <laughs> like the obvious fish out of water kind of thing so getting back into marvel uh they went into falcon and winter soldier which will follow the events of uh, avengers endgame falcon and the winter soldier played by anthony mackie and sebastian stan team up uh during the presentation, they revealed that Emily Van Camp will reprise her role as Sharon Carter, uh, Peggy Carter's niece. She was the girl I had a crush on from Everwood um, and Revenge. She remember she kissed Cap. Who's yeah, that's uncle. like that's like a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and introduced Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son, who's going to play John Walker. Ah, oh, fuck, I, I forgot to look that up. John Walker, I think, is U.S. agent. Uh, in the comics, uh, which was kind of the uh, like the fake, uh, <laughs> the fake um, Captain America. Um, fuck, I can't, I can't find it because I don't want to type too loud. But anyways, he, um, John uh, Anthony Walker Jr. was a United States Navy Chief Warrant Officer and Communications Specialist, convicted of spying for the Soviet Union from 1968 to 1985. Oh, well, that guy's definitely not him, because look at his oh. hair. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so he is U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent is a fictional superhero appearing in American comic books, uh, usually those starring Captain America and the Avengers. Let me see. He is... He's Earth-616? Yeah, he's he's 616. Um, sorry, I'm trying to see if... He... He was told by a friend about the Power Broker, a mysterious individual who gives people superhuman abil- abilities. And he took the treatment and became superpowered. And then I guess he kind of fought Captain America. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell, who was in a Black Mirror episode called Playtest. He was in, uh, man, what was the movie last year about zombie Nazis, not zombie nazis monster nazi thing overlord overlord he was the main soldier in that and then he was also in 22 jump street oh yeah he was the new friend <laughs> he was channing tatum's new friend um yeah he's awesome so 
that's Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn's son. Uh, really cool. So uh, that's it's cool that he's going to play, you know, a uh, bad guy or whatever. Dude, how sick is it that uh, that his first role was back in 1996 uh, in Escape from L.A.? That's pretty dope because his dad was in it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that movie's terrible. Uh, he surfs on a tidal wave or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then they talked about WandaVision, um, which will bring back Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, and it seems like they're going to be in the 50s. I don't know how, but I'm betting it has to do with uh, Scarlet Witch um, kind of fucking with time or, or fucking with reality. And part Trying of to get her gonna, back or something. Part of it's going to have to be her realizing or c- coming to terms with the fact that Vision is dead. Because he wasn't revived. We have not seen him. So what I'm thinking is she creates this universe with her powers and lives in it for a while and then has to, uh, you know, come to terms with that. I don't know, though. So here's what they said. Um, I hope they write in fucking X-Men to that, man. As Vision and Wanda Maximoff play... uh, Wait. Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen played superpower beings trying to live the ideal suburban life. Until they begin to suspect that things are not as they seem. See, I'm telling you, this is... I didn't even read this before. I you know, I just copy-pasted it, and I knew. Um, Kevin Feige describes it as half sitcom and half epic MCU adventure. Um, Bettany and Olsen came out at D23, joined by Kat Dennings and Randall Park, who will report the, reprise, reprise their, their role from Thor and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, they also announced that Catherine Hahn will play a new character in the series. Catherine Hahn, I want to say, is uh, Douchebag Brothers' wife in uh, Step Brothers. Let me confirm that. I'm on it. Check check her face. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. You're right. Nailed it. She's so good in that movie, too. <laughs> she is. Um, she's good. She's in Bad Moms, too. Yeah, she's, she's really funny. Uh, so... Uh, Loki. Oh, you know who she is that you don't know who, uh, that she, that she really is. She's mm. Doc Ock in oh. Spider-Man Into the Spider Verse. That's awesome. But you could see it in yeah. like the character drawing, right? Yeah. So they talked about Loki. Uh, so they this is what they're saying. Uh, Tom Hiddleston returns to play the fan favorite villain Loki uh, in a series that is set after the events of Avengers Endgame. Kate Heron directs uh, this eagerly anticipated series centered around the God of Mischief, Mischief with Michael Waldron as head writer. Uh, Hiddleston promised in a video greeting the guests, uh, quote, It is your boundless enthusiasm and your support that means that Loki still has more story left to tell, and it will never stop surprising and delighting me that you think he's cool. This journey isn't over yet. In fact, it's only just begun. And hmm. uh, there was articles talking about how long he had to he had known the ending of Endgame, like his character, like what happens to Loki, and he held on to it for like three years without telling anyone. That sucks. Yeah, it's crazy. So, huh? uh, the animated series Marvel's What If? Uh, uh, sorry, uh, I don't spotlight. know, man. I, I I don't see this as oh, like definitely. It's something gonna awesome. that's going to continue forever. It's going to be awesome. But anyways, the series is going to spotlight different heroes from the MCU and imagines what would happen. Uh, if the events in the films had turned out differently, how a single choice can branch out into infinite realities again, multiverse. So Haley Atwell, who will voice Peggy Carter and what if uh, joined director Brian Andrews and head writer Ashley Bradley today or that day in the hall at D three, 
quote, it feels like the gift that keeps on giving, she said, um, regarding the opportunity to give life to the character in a new way. And she credits the fans' love for Peggy that they brought her back, quote unquote. But so the first one is what if Peggy Carter was Captain America or Captain Britain, I guess, something. Because it's like, it's, there's a, a still of the character of Peggy Carter holding Captain America's shield, but instead of the star in the middle, it's like the British flag, kind of. So I, th- I think it'll be cool, especially as an animated series. You know what I mean? In the comics, those are just fillers between the weeks, so, man. I don't know. There was a couple that I really liked back in the day, but who knows? You're right. So, so you know what replaced the what if for a while too was like X Men vs Avengers, um, where it's like what if you know the Hulk was first a thing. Oh yeah, and they just, uh, they just in the comics, uh, maybe last week or the week before, maybe it was last month. I don't know. It was recent, like a couple weeks ago. Uh, answered the question of who's stronger. The thing knocked the Hulk out with a punch, but broke his arm doing it. So the thing is technically, it doesn't make sense because the Hulk has infinite capacity for strength. He doesn't. I think it's bullshit. He does. Depending on his anger, man, there's no limits. Uh, well, you saw him get his ass beat by Thanos, so. That's true. All right, so uh, on to Star Wars stuff. They announced Star Wars The Clone Wars is coming back uh, with a 12-episode uh, season. Uh, bringing back Anakin, Obi-Wan, and uh, Ahsoka, Tano, and Captain Rex. I wonder if uh, Gendy Tartakovsky is going to do this, because he did the original animated ones, and then they spun off into the CGI ones, you know, like the the computer animated versions. Mm-hmm. I never got into the Clone Wars series, but I know people love that shit, so that's pretty cool, and that's a cool thing for fans. And then finally, they kind of ended with... Uh, a second live-action Star Wars series with uh, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk who reprise their roles of Cassian Andor and K2SO from Rogue One. Um, so obviously this will take place either before or after uh, Episode 3, you know? Probably mm-hmm. after Episode 3, before Episode 4 again, you know what I mean? Uh, it's a, another 30 years or 17 years. 17 years, I think? Because uh, Luke is 17 or 18 in A New Hope, so... Uh, before the events of New Hope, we're looking to go. Uh, we're going to look younger, uh, Luna said, uh, and it's going to uh, follow Andor's adventures as a rebel spy during the formative years of the rebellion. Uh, noting that this will be a prequel to Rogue One, we're going to look gorgeous. Tudyk added naturally, even though he's a robot. So, <laughs> um, I love Alan Tudyk. So he was uh, the pirate from uh, Dodgeball, and he was uh, he was. Fuck the the captain uh, in, or the pilot in um, Firefly, which is what I love him from the most. But yeah, so that's D twenty three. I mean, there was a lot of shit, but I didn't watch all of it, so I'm not as stoked because you know, I pro- if I like had been there watching it, probably been fucking crazy. Because mm-hmm. you know, they had a lot of people come out, which was really cool. Like Ewan McGregor, they had you know. Uh, Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen, like kind of everybody. So really interesting. But uh, we also got Gamescom 2019. And this one's mostly trailers. Um, there's some interesting announcements. Nintendo had did a Nintendo thing, which is kind of fun. But um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll go through it. Okay. Anything you want to talk about D23 before we go? 
Uh, no, I think we beat that uh, horse to death there. So yeah, I mean, it's cool that they're gonna do um, you know, a kind of a Rogue One prequel series because I I would love to get more into Cassian Andor and especially K two S O because we don't even really know how they reprogrammed him. Like, you know, we only saw his little quirk. I'd love to see more of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but, uh, you know, this just ties into like the new land that got, um, that got opened up at, at Disney world. Um, yeah. Star Wars land or whatever the fuck they call it, which yeah. is apparently not doing great in terms of like, adoption or like how much people are coming there so all right so Gal- games. galaxy's edge galaxy's edge there you go so um, games so it pre-opened this past week for like pass holders mm-hmm. you know and all that stuff but it's going to be fully open um tomorrow oh i don't know i saw an article that disney's not stoked with how it's doing but they also announced uh, this is one thing i forgot to put in here Avengers, uh, basically Avengers Land, but it's coming to Disneyland. It's called Avengers HQ, Avengers Tower, or something like that. Yeah, and there's a different HQ in each uh, Disney uh, park. So well, they you got know, the and first one, and it's. Gonna I'm sorry. Uh, Disneyland's getting the first one. Yeah, Disneyland's getting the first one, but each one has their own like story, and then they're all supposed to be like intertwined. Weird, but it looks really cool. Um, yeah, well, looks too futuristic. Give me back uh, Islands of Adventure, oh, yeah. Marvel Land, where they just come out on fucking four wheelers. <laughs> yeah, bro, give me fucking Wolverine on a fucking four wheeler. <laughs> yeah, all right, uh, I'll see if I can find it. On X Men. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. But I got an awesome picture of uh, of me with uh, with uh, Scott Summers, my favorite X Men. Ugh, boo to Cyclops. Everyone mm. loves Cyclops. I think he's so lame. Dude, he has a he has the hardest fucking job. All right, so yeah, having the wackest power. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speaking of whack, uh, Death Stranding had a gameplay trailer reveal or come out, and there's like piss in it, and there's a baby, and all, you know, obviously the baby was in the first one, but like, dude, the coolest thing is like if you try and look at his uh, PP, uh, <laughs> he keeps turning. And he'll move his he'll move the piss. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh Hide- uh Hideo Kojima came out as well and said some cryptic shit. Obviously, because no one knows what the fuck this game's gonna be. He doesn't even know, I don't think so. I mean, all praise be to Kojima san, who everybody loves, but I I have not played a Metal Gear Solid game. The only Kojima game I've played was Zone of the Enders, probably. <laughs> Which was fucking awesome, though. Uh, so the Halo co-creator, or one of Halo's co-creators, uh, New Game Disintegration, also had a gameplay trailer come out, which is like a PvP shooter with uh, like PvE elements. I don't know. Just another shooter to me, but people are stoked. Uh, Sega came out and announced Humankind, which is a new civilization building game, which will be coming to PC in 2020. Uh, game's gonna have you basically building your civilization up from the Neolithic era to the modern age. So, interesting. I like those kind of games when I was younger. Like, I really liked games like where you start out as like, like Evolution was that what was it? Evo on Super Nintendo. 
You start mm-hmm. as like a single celled organism and you make your way up to a shark make, eventually. Yeah. Yeah, that game was fucking awesome. I mean, this is more of a Civ builder, like a, you know, like a SimCity type thing, I think, but that's cool. And an interesting announcement uh, Kerbal Space Program 2 was announced. I never played the first one, but I had a friend who was obsessed with it. Uh, you like build rockets and try to launch them into space, basically. And you have these little aliens that you basically play these aliens kind of but you really don't play as them you just build the spaceship for them to go home so you're like them doing it you know and then you try to launch it and see how you know if you can get them into space um so part two's coming out uh it will what do you do when you actually get them in space i have no idea usually they die and they break apart before you get there because it's like (laughs) really hard to build a good ship Um, okay so it's coming to pc ps4 and xbox one uh, with a release set for 2020 right now. No no set date, but... Sorry, I yawned. Um, this man tired. So Nintendo uh, showcased indie games. Uh, the Tourist and Skater XL were like the big focuses, which Skater XL looks like Skate meets Tony Hawk meets a guy who rides a skateboard without moving at all. Yeah, he's all stiff and is, he's hunchback. Yeah, it's very weird, but... It looks like it could be fun. Like it has like some of the controls similar to skate. Like everything's kind of the thumbsticks and whatever. Uh, but you showed me session, which looks a lot cooler. Yeah, it puts it to shame. Yeah, it really does. And it's got a hip hop soundtrack, which is always good for skateboarding. Oh yeah. Uh, and the tourist looks like it's like eight bit hero kind of graphic. Uh, you know, like kind of that. 3d bit graphics um i don't know what the game is i watched the trailer and you're just a guy going on vacation but you like there's a part where you go scuba diving and then an octopus like a tentacle monster grabs you from underneath and pulls you down and then he's like in this underwater dungeon but like i didn't see combat it seems like a puzzly type game graphics are really cool though so we'll see and it's cool that nintendo's doing a lot more indie stuff like i think they're finding their niche hmm or niche. Uh, but they also announced and released Hotline Miami Collection and Super Hot for Switch, which was really cool. That's They pulled a Nintendo where they were like, hey, guess what? We're going to bring this. Oh, and it's out today. Which and is- and not only that, but uh, I mean, Hotline Miami does not fit like the Nintendo MO. Yeah, it's the least Nintendo game of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so bloody and violent and like about a schizophrenic murderer, basically. Uh but they also announced that there's going to be a port for Ori and the Blind Forest coming to Switch, which is really interesting because that was a Microsoft exclusive. And Microsoft and Nintendo have kind of been playing nice to each other and mm-hmm. sort of leaving Sony out because Sony's so closed off. So very interesting. Um, and speaking of Microsoft, uh, they announced or they showed off two new controller colors, Night Ops Camo and Sport Blue. So Night Ops camo is sort of like, you know, black and gray camo. Just kind of, you know, I mean, you've definitely seen it before. They've definitely made a, a version of this for the 360 controller. Yeah. Uh, Sport I think blues, I have it. Yeah, you probably do. <laughs> Sport blue is like that kind of purpley blue. Yeah. So they're not we, cool. I don't care about either of them. Well, what's cool on the Sport blue is like it's uh, it's a, like, the higher edition, like not that Wii controller, but it's like a, just a higher edition yeah. that has like rubber grips and textures and things like that. Yeah, they. I think they both have the better textures, the better grips and textures, actually. 
Yeah, the only thing is with the camo, it has like a gold in the camo color. So. Oh, yeah, whatever. Uh, they announced that Gears Five is going to have cam- cameos. Sorry, from Halo Reach characters, uh, Emil A two three nine and Cat B three twenty. Um, there'll be playable characters in, uh, included in the Gears Five Ultimate Edition or included with the Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, the noble uh, the noble team character pack also includes a noble team skin for Jack, a banner spray, mark, and weapon set like all gear. Uh, sorry, I fucking forgot to punctuate. Uh, okay. But like most of the Gears Five playable characters, Emil and Cat will have their own ultimate abilities for use in multiplayer. Emil has a drop shield, and Cat has a hologram. Uh, there two were voiced by the original actors, and uh, they're only going to be usable in certain modes i think which is going to be horde mode and uh different oh, fuck i forgot the other mode i don't think you can play like the can't they're not gonna have their own campaign you know what i mean mm-hmm. but they also showed off horde mode for gears um which i don't own an xbox so i didn't watch any of that stuff but pretty cool i mean halo reach was a really cool game that i actually owned the halo reach edition xbox 360 just because I, I was looking to buy one, and it had the, that bundle came with two controllers, so I was like, sold. And yeah, you uh, gave me one of your controllers, too. It's yeah. awesome. And Halo Reach was actually really good. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it. So um, it was kind of like a Rogue One st- sort of story. Everyone just fucking dies. Um, yeah. But another cool news, uh, PUBG will be adding cross-play for Xbox One and PS4, as I just shit on Sony, but... They're, they're, it's going to be available on the test server in September with a live rollout set for October. Very interesting and very cool. Like, yeah. This is kind of a bridge that could hopefully start letting people play cross-platform with other people on more games because there's no reason you shouldn't. It's not like people are going to buy... I mean, I'm sure people do buy certain systems because most of their friends have, you know, whatever. But, like, I just feel like you'll open up for people to buy more of what they want which could be your system or not but i don't know i just feel like this benefits everybody right yeah everyone wins exactly you want more people playing your fucking system regardless uh and then finally they released a new wasteland 3 trailer which i just watched and looks fucking awesome the graphics look so good and wasteland's like a top-down rpg sort of Baldur's gate style but in a fallout type of world like post-apocalyptic uh deserty world and this this actually takes place in colorado um so it's a little more snowy and stuff but very cool lots of like robots and weird shit but it's like turn-based strategy type of rpg so it looks great um i, I haven't seen the trailer yet fuck i forget the the company that made it but they they make uh they've made a bunch of recent port uh i'm sorry sequels of older uh top-down games and uh, they did Wasteland 2, and they... Did, oh, man, fuck. They did a bunch. There's like three or four they released in the last couple of years, and they're all great. Uh, and then finally... Man, I'm, I'm blowing through this because I got them reading skills, and I'm just talking fast. Uh, the Google <laughs> I'm trying not to stop you. Yeah, I figure we'll... You know, if we talk, we'll talk. You know, if something comes up, we'll talk. But mm-hmm. they had a Google Stadia show, which... Fucking God. Why? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was announced to be coming to the Stadia, which I feel like streaming a game that big is going to be problematic, right? Mm-hmm. I just don't understand how it's going to work. I don't even understand why Stadia is going to exist. It's like... I don't... 
I, <laughs> all right. So me and you know, uh, some of these promises that these companies make, they, there's no way they could, you know, no. hold up to it. No. And it's like, you and I also both know that as people who love owning physical media, there's no way I'm going to buy a system that's purely streaming. Like, I need a physical release of my games. Yeah, like, I'm glad that I have an Ouya, uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but now it is, you know, it's nothing. Yeah. It's, it what do nothing. I do with it? <laughs> it really is nothing. God, I forgot the Ouya even exists. The Ouya was like Stadia, but with hardware. Yeah, and it died on the vine. Like, it never even came out. Wow. I was so hyped on that thing, too. <laughs> Towerfall is the only game that came out for it, right? It, it, that's like the only or the only one yeah. that made waves like that actually did anything god i fucking forgot the fucking ouya dude you just threw me through a blast of the past man yeah the developer one was pretty cool because it's all like see-through and everything <laughs> uh but but when like target was blowing these out for like 20 bucks a pop um god. you know you know something was wrong how long did that system even last? I'll tell you right now. Hold on. It, uh, two years. Uh, yeah, 2013 to 2015. Two years. Wow. And on May 21st of 2019, Razer released a statement which announced that online accounts and services would be discontinued on June 25th, 2019. Yeah. Wow. And according to Razer, most apps will become unusable on the platform. Yep. See? Exactly like you said. God. Fuck you, Ouya. Uh, I know I'm gonna look I'm gonna look up the game list though. People were so stoked, man. I remember it was a Kickstarter project and people thought it was gonna be the next fucking coming. Well, Saturday morning RPG was on it, and that was like a limited run game. Um you know, so if you wanted to buy it, you had to pay a little bit out of pocket. But they had quite a good amount of games released on it. And in the emulators, you could run so many different oh, emulators. Man. Fucking a god damn it! That's so funny to me. <sighs> I I can't believe I forgot about the fucking Ouya. It warms my heart that it failed. Cause fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Towerfall Ascension was uh was a big one. Dude, I I, I tried to go to their official site and it's down. Oh yeah, dude! It's you archived. Webarchive.org, Ouya.tv. Oh. So, so they a uh, Sega put out like Sonic CD on that thing too, <laughs> and Sonic the Hedgehog four episode one and two, I think. Well, Google has a lot more money, so the stadium will probably be around in some form, but I can't see it succeeding. No, dude, I ca- I can't see them doing it. I, I mean, I can't see it becoming like a powerhouse, like. It's not going to rival the PlayStation or Xbox. And look, I'm willing to eat my words. Maybe it's the next fucking coming. But Google also made Google Glass, which, remember that? Is that still around? No, I don't even know if that ever actually came out. All right, let's see. Oh, Google Glass 2. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Google Glass 2. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I was going to try to make a funny... Uh, a funny Final Fantasy thing, but they don't have actual like subtitles. 
They're <laughs> still doing it, man. They're still going. Now, let me ask you this. How many people have actually seen someone in public ever using Google Glass? Mm. Well, the their website, like google.com forward slash glass, has a lady working on like a machine wearing it, which I could see that making sense, like do some programming or something that can like help. Uh, it says for manufacturing. Complex yeah. assembly done faster. So uh, January 15, 2015, Google announced that it would stop producing the Google Glass prototype to be continued in 2017 tentatively. In July 2017, Google announced the Google Glass Enterprise Edition, which is what you're looking at. In May 2019, Google announced the Google Glass Enterprise Edition 2. So it sounds like they're just focusing on this for uh, business and work. All right, so the main four people that have adopted it are DHL for logistics, uh, AGCO, which is an agricultural company for manufacturing, so they make, like, tractors and shit, uh, GE for rewiring uh, for productivity, 34% increased efficiency in top box wiring process. So I'm sure it just, like, tells you where to put wires, <laughs> but it's like if you're good at your job, wouldn't you know that? Yeah. And then Sutter Health. Uh, two hours of doctor time saved per day on average. Literally, never seen a person wearing a Google Glass. And if I did, I would boo them and fucking throw them out of town. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it was one of those things that it's like you saw in a sci fi movie and you're like, fuck yeah, dude, one day we're going to have like laptops that are glasses and then you type on the air. And it's like, that all looks cool in movies, but. Think about the practicality of typing on nothing. Yeah, like when Tony Stark sucks. grabs invisible things with gloves and throws, like it doesn't make sense. Unless you're wearing a glove that gives you haptic feedback, right? Then you can interact with a digital item. That'd be the only way. Mm-hmm. And then why? Just fucking make a real thing. Like, <laughs> anyways. All right, let's get off to Google Glass. Uh, onto the next failed project, the Google Stadia. So Cyberpunk's coming. Samurai Showdown's coming. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11 will be coming to Stadia at launch, it seems. Like, no official word on that, but it's supposed to be coming out in November, which is also the anticipated launch month of Stadia. And then they released a Doom Eternal trailer, the new one, uh, during the Stadia show, but, like, that's when they showed it last time, too, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have two reviews to go through. Uh, not of our show. I'm reviewing two things. Okay. I saw like, that. Yeah. That that's uh, it for Gamescom, by the way. Which I don't. I'm glad I didn't watch it because it's like dog shit. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's not that great. But then right after that, uh, I I know GameStop had their convention. Yeah. <laughs> With the last like hundred people they haven't fired yet. Yeah. Uh. So I saw Ready or Not on uh, Friday last week, which is the new kind of like thriller movie about the girl who gets married into basically that, like Milton Bradley or Hasbro family and has to play a game uh, with the husband and then or with the husband's family uh, in order to be accepted into the family. And she like they basically you you press a button on his box and it gives you a card and she gets hide and seek. And basically that was the one card that if you get it, they try to kill you. They You have to hide, and then you have to survive until sunrise. And if you do, you win. But basically, they're trying to sacrifice her. 
Like you can, I mean, you can kind of tell. Like the whole thing is that's sort of a sort of a spoiler, but I knew it going in. You know what I mean? It's sort of yeah. Um, no, you you know exactly. Going they're wearing in. robes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I won't go too too in depth because you know you haven't seen it and it just came out, but I loved it. I fucking loved it. I I do. I want to give it a five, but I it, it's not perfect. There's a couple little baby things that I didn't love. I wish uh, there was a little more revenge thrown in. I like like uh, Your Next is one of my favorite movies of this genre because I love I love when someone's like put in a dangerous situation and then they kill fucking everyone. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is not so much that she's very resourceful and it's it's really it's really good. But I can't give it a four and a half, so I'm going to have to give it a five. I mean, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. And again, my little nitpicks, a lot of things are going to get fives now that I'm not doing halves. So just so you know, because I'm going to round up because if I enjoy it that much. Round down. Unless you think it's perfect, then round down. All right. All right. Fair. Then a lot of things are going to get fours that deserve higher. So I'll give this a four. (laughs) Um, Really good. I suggest everyone see it. it. It's not one you have to see in the theater. Um but it's a lot of fun. It's very gory. Like there's a couple of moments you're like, "Holy shit!" Uh, but I had a lot of fun. Saw it at my new theater, by my new house, and uh, Kelsey yelled at this lady who was talking, and the other lady next to her thought she was talking to her, <laughs> and she's like, "I'm not talking." And Kelsey's like, "Be quiet." <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and I've also been watching Mindhunter season two. I'm about five episodes in right now, so just over half, but uh, loving it so far. I mean, it's it's covering a lot of uh, a lot more killers, like they've they're doing Atlanta child murders. Um, Earl Wayne Henley Jr., who uh, killed people with this guy Dean Coral. Um, they're gonna interview Manson. There's like a there's a bunch, so it's really good though. Uh, and it's focusing on different people, which I kind of like. Like they're 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 shifting the focus away from directly just Tench and uh, Holden Ford, mm-hmm. um, and they're including more of like the the uh, the other two characters that join the the squad. So very interesting. I'm loving it so far. The soundtrack's great because Trent Reznor, I think, still does it. Um, I didn't look that up. I should have, but I think he did the first season. But this is um, it's it's very good. It's on Netflix, so I mean, you know. Again, I don't want to spoil it because it just came out, I think, last Friday. Um, but I've been having a lot of fun watching that. Um, yeah, you can check it out. You're a leisure man. You know, it, it's, yeah, for me, you have to be in the mood to watch some of that stuff. I'm always in the mood because I'm big on serial killers. But I agree with you. There's certain things like I still haven't watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I just have to be in the mood for that kind of movie. Hmm. And, I mean, I love Tarantino, but I enjoy more of like his what seemed to be more actiony because like not action but you know what i mean more like fast-paced like everyone's saying once upon a time in hollywood is very meandering story-wise like it doesn't really have a story it's just about these people and when i hear that i'm like i really don't care (laughs) so um in your personal life though you started keto oh yeah how far are you in I'm like four days in. No. How do you feel? No, no, no. I started on Sunday. Really, Monday, because Sunday morning I had a donut. But 
I, willpower, man. Willpower. You got it. I felt like shit until... So, Sunday, Monday, I felt really shitty. And then Tuesday, I started to have a little more energy. And today, I felt okay. Like, it's wrecking my stomach. Like, hmm. bad. I don't know why, but this time around, it's, like, really fucking me up. Um, But it's been pretty good. It's... It's fucking tough, man. I see a lot of beef jerky and almonds and cheese. Um, <laughs> today I had Are fucking you... spinach, and I hate spinach. But well, I hate raw spinach usually. But I just, you know, you can eat ranch dressing on keto because you need fat and carbs or uh, fat and no carbs. So I got this ranch dressing that's like one carb per two tablespoons. So I just, you know, put a little bit on on that, and I had like a little spinach salad, and it was pretty good. And I'm I got rotisserie chicken. And green beans, which I didn't realize aren't like great for keto because they're like five or six uh, grams of carbs. I'm trying to stay under 30 carbs a day. That's what Kelsey's doing, and that's what I'm doing because I follow whatever she does. <laughs> um, and so I'm at like 20 something right now because I just had, you know, um, beef jerky <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And, All right, don't 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 send yourself to the hospital, but. No, 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 no. And I'm only doing it for two weeks right now just to see what happens because Kelsey's got a wedding and she wanted to like see what how it would go if we did it, see if we could lose some weight. So, mm-hmm. um, but I made uh, chicken salad today. I got mayo with avocado oil, made with avocado oil, and it was pretty good. I mean, I got a rotisserie chicken for dinner, so I just what was left, I just shredded that up, chopped up some celery, and you know threw that mayo in there, and boy, there you go. That's my lunch tomorrow. I've been coming home for it. lunch every day, which Lulu is like stoked. Yeah. Get a little break, get to come home, pet, pet your doggy. You know what was cool though? Today, I I was just like, I've been having these little quote unquote sandwiches. Kelsey found these like flat wrap things that um, are like very low carb. They're like, because you know, it, on keto, if there's fiber, you subtract that from the carbs. Yeah. So... Uh, there's these ones that are olive oil and sea salt and they're like, whatever, I make little sandwiches out of them. But I've been so, I've been eating them like t- fucking every day and I'm just like sick of it. So today uh, I just freaked out and I was like, I need to eat something different. So I went and got Thai food and I got green curry with just, you know, beef, broccoli and peppers and no rice. And it was so awesome. Mm. It was so awesome. Like, because curry is keto. It's fucking great. So I know I can eat that, but... You know, I'm going to tell you a little secret. I never, I've never eaten curry before. Yeah, you're a little bitch. That's why. <laughs> you don't yeah, like I'm spice. Deep. It's it's a spicy thing. I mean, you don't have to get it spicy, though. Um, you're a spicy thing. Uh, mine today was delicious. I went to Thai Delight right by our work. I mean, mm-hmm. not to localize, but just so you know, it's fucking good. Like, Not to localize, but you just fucking did. No, I know, but it's like, like literally a block away from our job which is great. So it's good to know we don't have to go all the way to that other one that's like way far away. Yeah. But yeah, what uh, other than that you you did keto for a bit, right? I did. Uh you lost thing a is, bunch of weight. I did, uh but you put it right back on when uh when you stop. Yeah. So the thing about dieting is you either change your entire eating style or you just, you know, you, you're like forever or you're just going to get it back. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. I mean, 
we've not done much, but you're getting two episodes in a row, so that's fucking cool. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to share my screen with you, but I can't figure it out. Um, oh, here it is. So accept that. Okay. Can you do it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you have to put that on Instagram. <laughs> I did the best. So How I'm showing Aaron a you? picture of uh, me and Cyclops, and the best is everyone's reaction. <laughs> Dude, that lady behind you to the right in the peach is Dude. so unimpressed. <laughs> and then there's just a lady blowing a sick vape cloud. Oh, dude, I thought you were like 12 in this, but you have a mustache. <laughs> That's not my hair, though. <laughs> but yeah. What's up with these pants? I don't know. Dude. This lady. <laughs> anyway, I'll post this picture. Where's Cyclops' package? Yeah, where's knows, thing, but That guy actually looks great as Cyclops. Yeah, he was pretty good. He spilled his drink or something. I don't know what happened, but uh, All right. I'll post this to the, to, to the gram. Now, let me ask you this. You ever look mm-hmm. at shit like this and then wonder how many of those people are dead? Like in this picture? Dude, that or, old lady back there? Or like the characters? No, no. Like, everybody like, in the picture. Like, like what is this Cyclops character actor doing now? <laughs> like, what chilies does he work at? Yeah, because you can only do that for so long because you have to be like, whatever. But there's like yeah. a, a walker in between you guys and you know that person's fucking... <laughs> you know that person. Uh, that person is not long for this world. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll try and post this uh, if I remember where I put it. But uh, yeah. That's funny. All right. Well, we'll, <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, uh, I'm going to try and be back at least you know with uh, Jester next week because we'll see. But we had to do this week because it was such a big news week. Yeah, it was. And thank you guys uh, for hanging in with us. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, or c- concerns, please write in uh, to our email, which is uh, nerdsofpodcast at gmail.com. Our Facebook is Nerds of Podcast. If you want to check out that picture that we're talking about, that we're all giggling about, um, it'll be on there. Um, I'll try and shove it to Instagram, which is Nerds Podcast, too. Or Nerd Podcast, sorry. Yeah, thanks for sticking with us. It's a transitional period right now just because i moved and i have all of our stuff and that's kind of like where you know whatever so it's been rough but we're back so we love you uh and we will see you in a week Dude, you inhaled. What were you going to say? Oh, did you already mute yourself? Uh, I muted myself. Uh, but no, I don't know what I was going to say. You went. And then the music started. <laughs> I was going to say bye. I don't know. Dude. I posted the picture. Awesome. That was You're a, a fucking straight edge warrior with Cyclops, dude. Dude, yeah, man. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. Uh, more. <laughs> uh. Uh... Mm-hmm.